0: Hi guys, it's Real Talk with Tracy. We're in January of 2022. And gosh, I realize that I do something. I do it in my podcast. I overshare. But I guess that's what you do in a podcast, right? You're telling a story about things that you've been through. So you do a lot of oversharing, but I also do it with friends, And I want to break that habit. Why? Why do I want to break that habit? I want to break the habit because I don't want to be a burden on anybody. I don't want to be the way some people are for me. I have all different types of friends and some of the friends I have, I absolutely love conversing with and we go back and forth. We talk about my stuff, we talk about their stuff. We talk about what's going on in the news. We talk about what's going on with their family. What's going on with their job. You know, just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And there's some friends that really want to hear it all. It's like, tell me everything. What happened? What happened? What happened? They want all the details. There's other friends, not so much, you know? And then there's other friends. All they want to do is tell you their shit. And it's always like the sky's falling. I have friends, or I should say acquaintances, that every time I talk to them, I cannot get a word in wise. And I know it's going to be very anxiety-provoking. Um, I can't talk to them that often because it's just too hard. They don't understand that they're doing this. Um, because there's times I do the same thing. And now that I'm really seeing it, I hate that I do it. I hate that I have the need to let somebody know about what happened. It's usually like when something bad happens, you know, I want someone's opinion. I got to tell them what happened, what the other person said. Um, I don't want to overshare. Now I started doing some reading on this and they really talk about people that have been victims you know, in their childhood and have PTSD and been all through all through that stuff. I don't want any of that to define me. And I know, I know that I'm damaged from all that I am. And I'm not saying that because I want anybody's pity. I have a great life. I don't want anyone's pity, but I know because of all these things that I've been through that it's flawed me. My aunt growing up told everybody everything about everything. She was a real big talker. Her sister, who's my biological mother, the same way, oversharing. I learned growing up that this was like normal. And then I also had my uncle that raised me, who when he would get mad would just take his finger and like pound it into my chest and he would yell at me. And it would really hurt. And I would try to grab his finger and I would talk and he'd be like, don't talk. Do not talk. Do not talk. And I was afraid of him. And so I would push everything down. Maybe I would push everything down by going out dancing all night. Wild behavior. Maybe I would push it down by... um Not that I did a lot of smoking pot, but maybe smoking a little pot. Maybe I would overeat. I remember one time I did smoke pot (laughs) and I ate a dozen donuts, a dozen. I am afraid now to eat one donut because I know it's going straight to my ass. But I know back then there was one time, I forget what it was about, but I was so distraught And, you know, I smoked some pot and I ate a dozen donuts. Now, that has to be a record for me. Um, I haven't had even one donut in many, 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 many years. And I don't even know why I got off on this tangent. But anyway, um, I need to learn that it's okay not to totally share my whole self with people. I need to know that... It's okay that I came from a background where there was a lot of craziness. It doesn't mean that I'm a horrible person because my husband and people that are my friends tell me that I'm sincere, I'm loving, I'm giving. I know I do a lot of charity work. There's things I do. I reach out to people. There's friends I've had for over 30 and 40 years. And I talked to some of them recently about this. I'm like, God, I really feel like I could just be too much for some people and I need to pull way back. I need to really like put on a choke chain like I do with like a dog and pull and pull myself back. It's like, don't run up that hill. Don't do it because once you start, it's like you want everything to come out. It's like pouring a heavy container of water. If you ever open it, sometimes it's hard to upright that container because the water just starts flowing out and flowing out and flowing out. Like if you've ever had one of those arrowhead containers of water and you just push it over a little bit, it's like, boom, it's like all coming out. So this year, I need and I'm going to work on Trying my hardest to not overshare. Um, because one of the reasons I didn't talk to my biological mom for 20 to 25 years is that talking to her was like drinking through a firing hose. It was so overwhelming. There was always so many problems that she perceived to be problems and she would repeat herself she would not find solutions she would not fix her problems but yet she wanted to tell you about them and it was like very repetitive and it was over and over and over and now as I'm talking to you I, when I found out that she died, I did get her ashes, which I'm very thankful I have them. They're in a beautiful urn in my house because I loved her. It's not that I didn't love her. I loved the woman who gave birth to me. She never raised me. Um, I only knew her as my aunt. Sometimes I would only see her maybe once or twice a year, but I loved her. And when I was between 12 and 15, that's when we were the closest, when I used to visit her when she lived in Hollywood. And she wasn't as much like that as she was as things got, as she got older. And I remember recently reading on the death certificate that she died, it said from dementia. So now as I'm telling you how she would even 25 years ago, go over and over and over the same things. Maybe that had to be part of her brain disease. I don't know. I also found her to be very manipulative and I couldn't handle it. I don't want to be like that to anybody. I don't. I don't want to be a burden to anybody. When people talk to me, I want them to be so happy that they're engaging with me. That we're talking, that we're conversing, that we're having a conversation. I don't want to be a drag on anybody. And for that reason, I am going to start reading a lot about oversharing. Because I know I do it. Um, I was used to doing a lot of public speaking and talking in my... Uh, job, my position with L'Oreal. I was used to being up on stage. I was used to being the MC. I was used to making a lot of jokes. I was used to teaching. I was used to entertaining and being like the seal with the ball on my nose and doing a big tap dance. I don't need to do that now. I just, and I don't know why I still do it. I really don't. But I need to find more self-discovery on why I'm oversharing. I know it's all linked to things that I've been through. Um, If any of my friends are listening to this and I've overshared with you, I do apologize. (laughs) Because my podcast should really be the outlet and time for me sharing. So, I've had feedback from people that the podcast I'm doing is helping them. But I'm doing this honestly, selfishly. A lot of this I'm doing for me because I need to. I need to get out many things about the road traveled. And I didn't have any siblings to buffer myself, you guys. Most of what I went through, I went through alone. Sometimes in families that are very dysfunctional, you have a sibling or two and that's kind of a buffer. I didn't get it. I didn't have that. And so it's a little bit of a different um, view for me. I just did what it took to keep myself safe and to keep myself, um, you know, alive and stuff. But anyway, um, so oversharing. So that's kind of my take on oversharing. Um, I don't know if this freaking podcast is going to help you or not. I'm doing a podcast. Look, look at what I'm doing. I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing an oversharing podcast about oversharing. Is that weird? It's kind of like I'm telling you about dieting while I'm eating chocolate cake. I don't know. But anyway, you guys, um... I have a lot of listeners around the world. I'm really happy. I have 600 downloads now, and it's only been, I think, since summer that I started this podcast. I really hope that when you guys listen to this, you see some of yourself in this, maybe, and things will help you or entertain you or strike you in a way that's good for you. Or maybe you'll be like, oh, damn, I'm glad I don't overshare the way she does. That's terrible. Um, but anyway, guys, I got to tell you one last thing, (sighs) because I recently shared a feeling I had with my cousin and she didn't take well to it. And I wound up losing our friendship, which is really disheartening to me. Um, I was laying in bed with my husband last night and we're just talking and I looked at him and I said, you know, I have no more family now blood blood family i have no more i mean that was it you know i have my husband of almost 39 years i have his sister who i am really close with and i have some really really great friends which i'm so thankful for them um but i said to to him because i've been so open with my feelings and because Something in me presses me so hard when I'm feeling so hurt that I react verbally and I need to tell the person like, ouch, but I don't just say ouch, I say how I'm really feeling. And I don't think about how they're going to take it. I just say it and it's gotten me in trouble. It's gotten me in trouble when I was working, being so blunt. And it's gotten me in trouble with some people, and it's brought me closer with some people, to be honest, because they're like, oh my God, I didn't know you were feeling that way. And I love you so much. I'm really glad you told me because I mean, I would never want to lose our friendship. So it's gone both ways. But I looked at my husband and I said, you know, I'm really scared that one day I'm going to lose you. And he looked at me and he said, honey, I love you so much. There's only one way you're going to lose me. And that's if I die before you. Otherwise, I'm always going to be here for you. I promise. And you know what, guys? It's so lovely and so wonderful and so incredible that I have that one incredible person in my life that's really my person. for, For that... You know, don't have kids, don't have parents, don't have family, um, blood family, but um, for that I'm very, 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 very blessed and very, very thankful. So anyway, guys, let's count our blessings every day. Let's look at even a tiny bit of water in a glass as a quench to our thirst. If you guys are lonely, if you feel like you don't have people in your life, I gotta tell you, one of the greatest things I've done recently is start a meetup group. You go on to meetup.com, you put in your zip code, and you could start a group. You could start a hiking group, you could start a walking group, you could start, um... It could be like religion based. It could be people that like to crochet, people that like to skip down the street, you know? Um, it could be a drum circle. It could be anything. It could be all women's group. It could be a couples group. It could be all men's group. It could be a mommy and me group. The meetup groups that I've gone to have been a great breath of fresh air in my life because it's allowed me to meet people that I wouldn't normally meet and I think we all need to be around people especially during COVID when so many of us are isolated and I myself have had a lot of friends that have moved away and frankly I've had a lot of friends die so from cancer mostly so I think it's very helpful to push yourself a little bit to go to a meetup and Again, to focus more on the other person and ask them questions about them, which is something that I do when I feel like I start oversharing. I'm like, holy shit, I am oversharing. I need to shut my mouth and start asking more about what's going on with them. So I guess knowledge to see your own flaws is the first step in becoming a better person. So I'm going to try to go gentle and I'm going to try to forgive myself when I have overshared. And I'm going to really try to pull back because I want to be happiness in people's life. That's all I want to be. And I want peace of mind. And that's probably what a lot of us like is just having peace of mind. We also want to be heard, but you know what? There's a time and a place. And even though it's really kind of emotionally painful, what's happened with my cousin, I also feel that it's kind of a blessing because it's awakened me to the way our family can handle things. Um, so yeah, so it's good. And I wish her nothing but the best anyway. All right, guys. Once again, thank you for listening to Hi Guys, Real Talk with Tracy, and feel free to leave some comments and reach out. Okay, guys. Bye-bye.